Hello, this is Open Ended, a podcast where truly no topics are off limits, and I'm your host, Callie Wiesner. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hi everyone, it's Callie. Welcome back to a new episode of Open Ended. I am so incredibly excited to be back. I took about a month off from creating the podcast. My last episode that I uploaded was on August 28th, which is crazy. Um, yeah, I just, I didn't anticipate to take a month off of the podcast. I really didn't, but I kind of realized I wanted to take a little bit of a break and kind of I was lost for topics and I really, it was stressful for me and I didn't want it to be stressful. Um, so I'm super excited to be back and create regular episodes. Who knows when we have extra episodes. Um, but yeah, it's a new season of open-ended. So I'm so excited you're all here. Um, I'm hoping to have a lot more guests on this season and just overall just have more fun. I realized that I put pressure on myself to upload episodes so, so consistently when I realized it should just be something fun that I enjoy and I like to talk, so at least now I've kind of realized that I like to talk. Um, screen podcast, which is super cool. But welcome back. I am so so happy you're here. This week's episode is all gonna be is gonna be all about self sabotage, which for me I find it so interesting because you can see it in virtually every single person you know if you really take the time to analyze them, which obviously we don't do that, but you can see it in so many people as well as yourself. I for me at least self-sabotage and procrastination, self-hatred, um, not really showing up for the people around me and kind of not planning things out well. Um, I've just, I've seen it so much in my life and it's honestly fascinating to me because I feel like we all think to ourselves, why do we keep doing this? If it's not a, it's not positively impacting us. It's actually negatively impacting us. And B, it just makes our lives so much harder and so much less rich. And I guess, yeah, it just makes our lives not as good. And I've been thinking to myself, why do I keep doing it? Um, if it's not doing anything good for my life or my well-being or my mental state. Um, I think I realized that I was, I am, I was, and I still am kind of afraid of a lot of things. Um, and in my life, I'm not really afraid of success. I'm more afraid of what happens when I get the success, what happens afterwards. I'm afraid of that. And I'm nervous. And I'm anxious about that. I'm nervous about a lot of things. What happens when I actually do something or what happens when I act in a different way or when I make a change, I'm nervous about those things. I'm nervous about the results. And I'm like, I know those things would be good for me, so why do I keep self-sabotaging myself? And why do I have negative things continue to ha- like happen for me? Like, and I realize that, yes, I do work well under pressure, and I work well when I procrastinate a little bit, or I work okay, but I don't want, to be, I want, don't want that to happen. I want to work well in a situation where I manage my time, and I kind of build it out, and I do all of those things. And I just, I want to be in a space where I don't self-sabotage nearly as much. Now, for me, I know it's virtually impossible to just completely quit it. But making those steps is, I think, really important for me. Um, I don't know if you're picking up what I'm putting down a little bit. But I think in the past, I've definitely 
never really acknowledged that my self-sabotage was as great as it is, but it is, it's there. Um, I won't ignore it. It's there. It's a part of me and I want to make it better because that's what's hindering me from, I guess one could say personal growth, but I think it's so interesting that everyone else or a lot of people do it too, especially people that are younger because we just don't know. We don't know a lot of things. We don't know the answers and we're learning and we're growing and we're figuring it out. Older people, they don't have to, they still are, it's still a learning experience, but it's not nearly as much growth and development and all those things. Um, so I guess what I'm trying to say is I want to try to make it better, but it's hard. It's difficult. So if you have any advice, that would be um, much appreciated. But yeah, I think it's not only seen in ourselves, but it's seen in people we know or even like the media and stuff too. It's not even the media, but what we consume online. Um, yeah, we see, you know, people say mean things about others, which we know doesn't feel good. When we say mean things about others, it doesn't feel good. Um, but we continue to do it. And why do we do it? I mean, it could be coming from a sense of insecurity, but if we're not necessarily insecure and we keep doing it, why do we sabotage ourselves like that and hinder that relationship? And I think it's because we're scared of something bad happening. So we that happening to us so we automatically just make it even worse for ourselves because we're afraid and I think the root of a lot of self-sabotage comes from fear and maybe like not thinking we're good enough or we don't have we're not worthy of kind of having this success and I don't know I don't have all the answers on how to fix it I really don't to be honest I am trying I'm figuring out as I go I want to a, I want to know that I want to stop doing it, but B, I want to figure out why I, like, how I can do it. Um, and I don't know if you're picking up what I'm putting down. I know I said that before, like a minute ago, but I'm trying to make the podcast, I know I'm switching gears a little bit, but I'm trying to make the podcast less of an, an advice heavy podcast and kind of just debriefing topics that I feel are really important. Um, in that just needs to be talked about more because we don't nearly talk about self-sabotage as much as we should because it's such a minute topic that can be connected to so many other things. It almost kind of fades in the background, but it does hinder who we can become as people because, at least for me, my biggest form of self-sabotage is procrastination. I know I talk about it. I've talked about it numerous times on the podcast, but at least in my opinion, self-sabotage or procrastination for me is my biggest hindrance in my success. I know I'm smart. I know I have a somewhat good work ethic, but I continue to push things off. And I think it is because I'm afraid. I'm afraid. And I don't know why I just have this gut reaction that I'm afraid of something. And whether that may be success or just completing or actually having something good happen, I think because it's worked so well for so long, I continue to do and I continue to push things off and it doesn't it doesn't work and I, I think my brain tricks me into thinking it does work that I work well under pressure because I ultimately I get it done and I finish it while it may not be my best work I get it done um and I don't want it to be I want I don't want it to be like that I want it I get it done in the best way possible because I worked hard on it and I didn't push it off um and it's hard to do those things because I think our brains are so wired to go towards self-sabotage if we've grown up in a certain way 
that it's really hard to break that thought pattern because I think we consist constantly think to ourselves we're not good enough we don't deserve these things so self-sabotage comes in so easily and frequently too um and it's just it's for me it's everywhere I don't know how it happened and how it came to this but I really started noticing it in like the last probably year two years that it just it's really there and it's really present and I think while it may be connected to how I internally talk to myself it could also be just how I work I maybe I'm dis- predisposed to talking to my or having self self-sabotaging tendencies geez cannot talk um but yeah I think it's interesting too how in tv and film and the media we see it a lot too because one example that comes to mind is I don't know if there are any Gilmore Girls fans out there but one of the characters Jess in there he drops out of high school and it's this whole thing where he's super smart he has the potential to do it but he drops out whether that may be because he wants to pursue a career he doesn't seem like high school is necessarily I personally think it's because he is afraid of having that success or he's just he just he doesn't want to take him down, take himself down a path where it's just, it's a good path and he's changing because if you know anything about his backstory, he kind of doesn't really have a family. He doesn't have a stable group, um, kind of, or connection to community. But I think he's afraid of becoming, he's become afraid of becoming like his parents, but he's also afraid of having success. And it puts him in this really weird situation, um, where it's just hard. And I think a lot of people feel like that. They have a similar reaction, even though they might have a completely different upbringing. At least for me, I, I am in a stable family. I have a stable support system around me, but I still am afraid of becoming a successful person that does it, does the job well and does it in and gets it done. And I think it's not necessarily connected to productivity. I think it also is connected to the relationships that we have too. Because I've had issues with friendships in the past. And in some instances, it has been my fault. Um, And I think to myself, like, why did I do that? And it's not connected to procrastination at all. It's like, why did I ruin a perfectly good relationship or friendship? Why did I ruin this? And it was going super well. Like, why do I do this to myself? Um, and while it could be the easy answer is I just don't like myself enough to see myself do well in friendships, but I think it's, it could be also connected to like, I want to be liked and I want to have the relationship, but I just constantly just, uh, I, the easy answer is just, I don't value myself enough, but I don't think that's fully it. I really don't. I think it's connected to something inner, but I'm trying to figure it out, so stay tuned to what I say because I probably will end up figuring it out whether that's just... I think of a lot of things and I find the answers to a lot of things before I'm going to bed or when I'm in the shower or like when I'm just thinking about life. Like that's when I mostly think, find out things and I'm like, oh, that's why that is and like that's why I do that and it's like, oh, it's like this light bulb moment. I have a lot of light bulb moments like that. And I just, I'm like, oh, that makes more sense. So 
stay tuned. I'll probably have one of those moments in the nearby future. But getting back to the root of this week's episode, self-sabotage, obviously. I just, I go on tangents. That's, I'm a given. I'm going to go on a couple every episode. But self-sabotage is something, like I was saying before, it's in everywhere. It's even in the media that we consume um, because we see it. The person thinks they're being super heroic and they're like, I'm going to take myself out of the situation and kind of remove myself before anything bad happens. And they're avoiding that conflict, right? But it's that con, I think it's called like conflict avoidance or something like that. But I think that's almost a form of self-sabotage too, because they may be thinking to themselves, oh my gosh, I'm doing such an amazing thing. I'm taking myself out of the drama and the conflict and all that stuff. When the drama hasn't actually happened yet, or if ever, um, and they're deflecting what the real issue is. I truly do think that in a lot of cases, people are deflecting before the conflict even starts. There may be, and while this probably isn't the case in all cases, I think in some, when we kind of take ourselves out of the situation, when nothing bad has happened yet or nothing will bad will happen, we think about it as, oh, this is so good. I'm taking myself out. This is going to be so good for me. But I think in a lot of ways that masks the real issue maybe that we are afraid and it is a form of self-sabotage potentially because we see ourselves and we're like, I took myself out of that situation, but I don't feel better. And it just, it didn't make the situation worse, but it just, it kind of just made it not as good as it used to be. It made it more neutral. And I think that in a lot of cases, I truly am a big believer in perseverance and resilience. And I think that when we don't persevere, yes, it's not, it's definitely not the worst thing in the world. I think that sometimes there's a point where we just can't persevere anymore. And it's like, we kind of just have to take ourselves out. But I think we should, in a lot of cases, we should stick it out. Like, yes, there may be conflict, but conflict in a lot of ways, I think leads to things that are good, whether you might not see in the moment. And I'm not thinking about like, I'm not talking about like socioeconomics or race or gender or anything. I'm thinking, I'm talking about like relationships or like certain situations that happen in school, stuff like that. Not, not bigger social political issues, I guess you could say. Not even political issues, just social issues. But I'm talking more on a relationship standpoint. If you're picking up, I do not want to offend people. So I want to make that clarification very clear. Um, Yes. So on a relationship level, I think when we take ourselves out, it kind of tells us that we don't, we're not, we don't have a big enough role potentially. We potentially don't have a big enough role to kind of stick it out and go through that conflict. And then, which ultimately leads to growth. Like, but in, however, um, making a little bit of a clarification here. Yes, there may be conflict and yes, it may be bad, but I think over time conflict kind of heals itself. I really do. Um, I think for me, especially I've been bullied before. I, that's no secret in elementary school. I was bullied pretty horrendously or not horrendously, but pretty frequently. Um, and I think that yes, it caused a lot of damage and caused a lot of things that have happened in my life years later. And I'm talking, let's see, when did it, when, how old was I? What, like I was 10 probably when it started and I'm 18 now. So eight years ago, 
all these things were happening. Um, and I just, it still affects me and I'm not going to say it didn't do damage, but it did help shape me into who I am today and how I act with people. I definitely tend to be less exclusionary and kind of just let people come into the group if they want to. And like, I hate seeing people alone as people. And I guess that kind of feeds into my experience of being excluded, but I think that's just how it was. But I think going back to what I was saying, I don't even know why I brought up that tangent to be honest with you, but um, we're just going to keep, keep, keep the ball rolling. Um, I think that when we kind of take ourselves away from the conflict, it inhibits our growth sometimes. That specific example was not necessarily uh, related to self-sabotage, but I think you get what I'm saying. Um, but yes, self-sabotage is something for sure that is very important that we catch because it negatively impacts us. And if we keep doing it, it'll keep doing damage and we don't want that damage. And I'm just, I just continue to keep thinking, why do we hurt ourselves like this? Like, why, why are we doing this? If we know it's not good and we know it's not positive, why do we keep doing it? And it just, it's, it's, it's like sticking with me. I like, I just, I can't get rid of it. It's like, I think, I mean, I answered it earlier, but I don't know if that's truly the root of it. I think self-sabotage is something innate in us that it's, I think, a coping mechanism of like to deflect things and kind of move things and kind of protect ourselves before something bad happens. And I think that may be the main thing is it, it's a form of protection so we don't hurt ourselves or get hurt in the future because, and I'm talking about emotionally, not physically, um, just to make that clear. Um, yeah, I think we do it to protect ourselves because if we are the ones doing the hurting to ourselves and not other people, I think it almost justifies it and makes it better because it's like, oh, it's not something that I just can't fix. It's something I can fix by working on it, but you're not, you'll never work on it. Let's be realistic here. I think by hurting ourselves mentally and emotionally, I think it makes the situation less painful. And I think holding ourselves back from true growth and true change protects us from potentially getting hurt because growth is painful. That's what I've realized. Growth is painful and it's difficult. And nobody ever talks about that because there's a certain area, there's a certain time and when you are growing and because we're constantly growing, but there are times when you're growing as a person and you just aren't changing as quickly or change is coming or it's just difficult or you're falling back into old patterns. Um, I mean, of course, mental illness and mental health issues could be connected to this, but there's times when it's really, really difficult and it's really hard and we want to give up. And sometimes we do. We do give up because it's like, if I'm just going back to my old patterns, what's the point? What's the point of making all these changes? Um, and I think in a lot of ways, we kind of take ourselves out or we stop doing it because we just, it's too difficult. It's too damn difficult for us to do these things. And we sabotage ourselves. We hinder 
the growth process for ourselves and we do it because it's difficult and while it may not be just the simple answer that's difficult I think in a lot of ways we just it's hard it is so 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 hard it's hard to change how our brain works when we're wired at a really young age because when you start thinking about yourself or others in a certain way and you keep thinking about it and it's repetitive it's cyclical um like a meaning in the cycle um I think it's really hard to break those things. It's hard to change and it's hard to grow and it's very painful. Um, and that's where self-sabotage I think comes in the most is because we stop the growth or we hurt the growth process. And that makes us just, it makes it that much harder. And I think that we can't completely like deem or de- yeah, demonize self-sabotage because it's part of the process and well yes it's an obstacle it's an obstacle that some of us need to overcome it's always going to be there but we can't think of it as this horrible thing because yes it may be a bad thing it's not all bad I guess I mean I am a pretty optimistic person so you might think differently than me but and that's okay but I think the moment we demonize it it loses its self-sabotage loses its um its value because I truly think that everything has value um but the moment we demonize demonize it it makes the issue worse because we need to be able to give it less power yes it has power yes has value but when we let it overtake us we just it doesn't work we keep doing it it becomes even more of an influence in our lives um I guess the point I'm trying to make is self-sabotage is there and while it may not be a good thing or or let me clarify that it may not be a really really good thing and it may not be a really really bad thing but it's a negative in a lot of cases um and I think when we super polarize it and demonize it it just makes the issue worse and I think moving forward at least for me self-sabotage needs to be something like yes I'm always going to do it but it's not necessarily bad it in a lot of ways I think it could produce growth because when we realize it we realize the value of growth and the value of hardships because yes hardships are difficult and they do cause pain and damage in many cases that sometimes can't be reversed and makes us in a worse position. But I think in some cases it actually turn, ends up helping us. It may be hard in the moment, but it does sometimes help us. Um, and this is, I mean, like, let's be honest here. It's the rare moment because I do feel that self-sabotage in a lot of ways hurts us in a way that can be just, when something is difficult or hard or that's painful emotionally and mentally, um, it does cause damage. And I think in a lot of ways that damage, it's hard and it's hard to reverse and it's hard to grow from it. I mean, we can have other things that help us make it, help us heal us, but I think it just, it hurts us. And in a way that sometimes can't even be fixed, it just becomes who we are. And while it may not make us a worse person because, 
I mean, in my opinion, we were not ev- not everyone is fully, truly bad or evil, but I think it's just, it's painful and self-sabotage contributes to that pain and that damage. But I think that where it helps us is it shows us like, oh yeah, I'm doing this thing that isn't good for me, that it's such a minute thing that should be able to be fixed. And, but it just, it's, I can't fix it. And that's okay if you can't fix it because it's, I, it's hard to explain. I, I'm actually surprised how well I can articulate things today. I usually can't. Um, I think, yes, we can never fully fix it, but it's always going to be a part of us. At least for me, it's always going to be a part of me um, and a part of who I am. But I think when I begin to think like, oh yeah, it's a part of me and I can try to make it better and try to produce a positive outcome. I think that's where it's good. And I can say, you know what, at least I've acknowledged it and I know that it happens. So in the future I can say, okay, I'm doing self-sabotage again. It's not helping me, but it's making the problem a little bit worse. So what can I do to stop in the future? Well, in a lot of ways, I think for me, it's working on not hating myself because I don't, I, I, don't know if I hate myself at this point because I know I have in the past, but I don't know if I still do. I know this is probably an unpopular opinion, but I don't know if I hate myself. And it's hard to think that because in a lot of ways, people are like, either I hate myself, I'm neutral with myself, or I love myself. It's very distinct, but we never talk about the gray when you just don't know. Like, there are times that I feel good about myself. I'm like, okay. Like, I, I feel good. I'm not necessarily confident, but I'm, like, accepting it. But there are times where I'm like, Ugh, why did I do that? Da, 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 da. And I think that self-sabotage plays a big role in that and how I kind of feel about myself. Um, and, yeah, I think that it plays into that and it also plays into kind of those insecurities that we all have that not necessarily contribute to our worth, but that kind of make it so much easier for self-sabotage to come in. Anyway, that's my two cents about self-sabotage. I truly did not answer any questions today, but that is a, that is a okay with me. Um, welcome to season two of open ended. I'm so glad you're all here. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you're listening right now, I am so grateful to all of you that have continued to listen. Even when I take a month off of the podcast, which Again, totally left everyone hanging, but I'm sorry about that. I will continue to make episodes that are better and better each week. So yes, if you want to contact me about the podcast or if you have any ideas about the podcast, please, please, please let me know. Um, If you want to contact me about the podcast, we have an Instagram, obviously, if you've listened before. It's open-ended-pod, O-P-E-N-E-N-D-E-D-P-O-D open-ended pod no all lowercase no dots or dashes or spaces all one word um so yeah if you have any questions comments concerns about the podcast please let me know on there through direct message so yeah i'm so happy you're all here and i and i hope you come back to listen to next week listen come back and listen next week okay bye-bye